Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. What a weekend. Wow, even without uh, Green Bay Packer football, what a weekend. Obviously, the uh, the play, the incident that everybody is talking about is the snapping of the ankle of Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy's quarterback down there in Dallas, which was a very gruesome, and they just keep playing it over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, they continue to show that. Packers on a bye week. Now we get ready for uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who sit at 3-2 and two after being beaten by the Chicago Bears. Uh, you had last night the Vikings, uh, they tried to show you something, but uh, ultimately they end up falling short. They are now 1-4 and four on the season, and Seattle remains unbeaten. Seattle is now 5-0. and oh. The Packers are 4-0. and oh. In the, uh, in the NFC. In the meantime, you've got the Buffalo Bills waiting to play their contest. you got Pittsburgh at 4-0. Those two teams unbeaten in the AFC. The Tennessee Titans still unbeaten, but they, they need to play. they got a couple of games they got to catch up on. And uh, you've got Kansas City, who fell to Las Vegas. And uh, that was a rather interesting game to, uh, to comprehend and to watch part of yesterday. So, you now got the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, since winning a Super Bowl, have uh, finally lost a contest. What a weekend it was in the NFL. And then, obviously, you've got more baseball to discuss. Uh, LeBron uh, gets the championship, uh, much to the chagrin of many non-LeBron fans. But, nevertheless, the Lakers are, again, uh, champions. And uh, we'll talk about that coming up here a little bit while, a little while as well. But just uh, a, a lot happening. Uh, so what did you take away from the weekend? Um, what I took away, and I'll say this, was that football really is, I mean, we've always known it's week to week. It's a very much a cliche. And you start to buy into what a team is doing. Right now the Packers, offensively, they're starting to roll right down the hill, man. They're starting to steamroll people. And it looks really, really good. And you're thinking, okay, this is just going to continue. There's no, there's no bumps in the road. We all know there's bumps in the road, maybe something uh, defensively speaking, but uh, I, I was thinking uh, yesterday, um, what are Kansas City fans reacting to? 
So I thought, well, I'll take a listen real quick uh, down in Kansas City. So I went on the web, started listening, and you know what? Criticism of Andy Reid, criticism of play calling. Criti- I mean, just – and I'm thinking this is a team that won the championship and hasn't really lost since. This is their first loss. And I don't think anybody expected them to go 16-0 and under the circumstances and then back to another Super Bowl and just keep on winning. Eventually, a loss is 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 in your future. And unfortunately, they got bit by Las Vegas yesterday – uh, but more so, I think, what I took away from the weekend, uh, the Rams are starting to hit their stride again. The Rams are starting to mix in the run. They're starting to get back to the Sean McVay offense that we saw of a couple of years ago where they're mixing in the run. They're taking the pressure off of Jared Goff. They're looking better in that case. The Arizona Cardinals, I think, are good. They're not ready to fly yet, I don't, pardon the pun, but I think they're good. I think they're a team that are that's on the come. San Francisco is starting to get healthy. Now, it's going to take a while to shake some of that rust off, and Garoppolo looked rusty, but they got the hell beat out of him. They really did. They That, that was uh, that was not a quality game, so to speak. Uh, in the meantime, Carolina uh, gets better. Obviously, uh, Quinn and company, uh, they've cleaned the front office out. They've cleaned out the coaching staff. And uh, Dan Quinn loses his job after the 0-5 start for the Atlanta Falcons, getting beat yet again yesterday, 23-16, by the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Bengals are who we thought they were. The Ravens uh, the Ravens beat the hell out of them, 27-3. Zach Taylor is in way over his head as the head coach there, and uh, I think they were looking for something of a Matt LaFleur resurgence, much like the Packers have received. And the unfortunate thing is anything the Cincinnati Bengals touch seems to turn to crap. And uh, yet another coaching staff is doing just that. Uh, in the meantime, you've had the coaching change down in uh, Houston, and they faced off against Minshew Mania and uh, the Texans. And J.J. Watt saying he feels better, feels really good, go to 30-14, they get the win. I had mentioned Kansas City. Uh, by the way, when the Cardinals get the win, the Cardinals go over to uh, New York and go to the Meadowlands, and they play the Jets, and they get a 30-10 to win. The Jets and the Giants stink. They're bad football teams. I mean, there is absolutely positively nothing to be prideful in in New York when it comes to football right now. Nothing. Uh, in the meantime, you've got uh, the Steelers who uh, get a win against the Eagles in a hard-fought game by Big Ben. He is now 4-0. and The Steelers have yet to lose. The Eagles continue to falter, and the, the Eagles are now sitting at 1-3-1. and The Rams, like I had mentioned, they look good. They went into uh, Washington and knocked them off mentioned San Francisco I just I'm impressed with the Dolphins because the Dolphins just keep fighting now they're not a good football team and I don't even think they're going to end up being a playoff team but they just keep fighting I love watching them the way they just continue to play hard 43-17 they knocked off the 49ers the Browns are four and one let me say that again the Cleveland Browns are four and one Philip Rivers there are things as a veteran. I just look at him, and yeah, you know, you can, you know, kind of talk about his arm and arm strength and such. But he just makes some decisions. How are you just doing some of these things in your own territory as a veteran? You should know better. You should just know better. And he just doesn't. And and I don't get it. But uh, the Colts get beat, thirty-two twenty-three. The Cleveland Browns, uh, they. They are trending in the right direction. Obviously, we talked about the Cowboys getting an eke-out win over the New York Giants. Giants go to 0-5, Cowboys 2-3 and on the season. And then uh, I had mentioned the Seahawks. And the Vikings are 1-4. The Seahawks, the undefeated right now in the uh, NFC. 
But that was a hard-fought game. I mean, uh, the Vikings impressed me. They harassed all night uh, um, the uh, the Seahawks in every particular way. Last night, Russell Wilson was under siege for the most part. And that offensive line that he's running behind, I was watching their left tackle get blown off the ball. I mean, blown up like bull rushed backwards. Same thing with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was under siege as well. So, I, you know, right now, the one thing I take away from the weekend, if I had to sit here and, and say I'm taking away from the weekend, I'm taking away that, that even though there's some undefeateds, everybody's got some flaws. Pittsburgh's probably the most complete team with Big Ben back and a really solid defense. <coughs> Excuse me. I think they're a pretty solid team, and I, I really still believe that they're really well coached. But uh, the undefeated in the NFC uh, being the Seahawks, Russell Wilson sacked four times last night, and I don't know how many hurries he had. I, I don't know how many times they harassed the hell out of him. Because I, I had to think it had to be at least six or seven maybe, eight or nine. I, I It just um, – actually, uh, it was nine. Nine times last night he was under siege. And that doesn't include how many times he was just hit after he threw the football, which had to be another three or four. Nine times officially, he was sacked four times, hit five times, and under siege nine times. It's just that that's a pathetic offensive line that they've got him running around. That's why he's getting so many. Finally, for him, he's getting so many props when it comes to an MVP vote because you're looking at what he's doing behind lackluster talent. I mean, it's kind of like the years that we would always say, well, they're just telling Aaron Rodgers, hey, Aaron, go be Aaron, and and we'll worry about the rest later. That's because that's what Russell Wilson is doing right now. He is literally willing that team to victories. So what did you take away from the weekend? 855-830-864. You can talk baseball. You can talk the NBA if you'd like to. But 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do it. What did you take away from the NFL weekend? We'll talk more about baseball. We'll talk about the the, uh, the NBA as well. But the NFL, when you look at these teams, the one thing that I found is the most most teams have flaws. All teams have flaws. Uh, I think the most complete team, probably the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I don't think they're good enough um, to just be great. But they just continue to get it done in many different facets, and they have a really good defense. And when you've got a really good defense and a better-than-average offense, that is a recipe to do things really, really well. And you've got a lot of experience there between Ben Roethlisberger, their head coach Mike Tomlin, uh, the other thing I took away from the weekend is one thing that I kind of scratched my head over. And uh, it's not just in the NFL, but it, it does pertain to the NFL. And I'll tell you what that is when we come back. Because I was thinking to myself, what the heck, man? Just so many mixed signals. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a break. We're going to open up the phone lines. A uh, lot of Twitter, a lot of email, that kind of thing. Hit me up over there on Twitter. Follow us there, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Radio Joe Sports, producing the program today. Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass, at Evan Heff 25, at Evan Heff 25. You can find us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show, and you can find us there. You can also track us down on Instagram under The Real Bill Michaels. You can also find us on the Radio.com app as well. And thanks to everybody for listening on, to us on the Radio.com app. Bill and Mark and Matt and everybody. I uh, certainly appreciate you listening to us there. You can always find us in the Radio.com app and then follow our flagship station out of Milwaukee, 1250 AM, 
the fan. So what did you take away from this weekend in the NFL? I want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, also, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They are the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And also coming up this Thursday night, we get the Bill Michaels Huddle, which is back on the air. Going to have a good time. Going to have the guys from the uh, Pack-A-Day podcast. Uh, coming on with us, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. And that is brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Go to BudLight.com. That is the website. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. What you take away from the weekend in the NFL coming up next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. What'd you take away from the weekend? Big weekend in the NFL. Week five, pretty much for the most part, under our belt. You do have a, another contest coming up this evening. The Chargers on the road taking on the Saints. Then don't forget that rescheduled game tomorrow night. Uh, the Bills and the Titans, both of those teams undefeated at this point. The Bills 4-0, the Titans 3-0. Titans first game since, I don't know, what, three weeks ago? Uh, when the team first uh, came out of the Vikings game after... Uh, announcing they had some positive COVID tests, so that's going to be going on. But you got Monday night football tonight, and then you've got uh, football tomorrow night as well. And then, obviously, the Packers now starting to get ready and set their sights on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Terrific and company as they sit after their loss on Thursday night to the Chicago Bears. They now sit at 3-2. and two. This is going to be the first contest uh, with the Buccaneers that uh, the Packers are going to actually face fans in the stands as well. I was really interested over the weekend. I, I have to admit, I watched uh, some college football. I don't know if anybody saw that uh, Oklahoma-Texas game. Joe, did you watch any of the Oklahoma-Texas game by any chance uh, over the weekend? No, I was on the did golf course. It? Well, oh, you know what? I did see a few pictures of you. How'd you, how'd you play, man? Uh, could have been better. <laughs> it can always be better. It's whether or not you walk away with any kind of satisfaction out of it, uh, other than just getting out and enjoying the weather, because it was beautiful. But the one thing that I thought was, I was watching the end of that game, that was packed. That was, it was, stands were jammed. And then, you know, there were some people wearing masks and some people weren't. I, I, and I, obviously we saw Dak Prescott carted off the field yesterday and they had social distancing inside AT&T Stadium and many stadiums have fans. Um, I'm really wondering. Now we had uh, the uh, the uh, you know the infectious disease expert on with us, Dr. Rittenberg, uh, on Friday, and he talked about what the future looks like. It, it's like everything he said was just like pushed to the side. It's just a weird. I don't know what to make of this year. You know, I I just I just don't. I don't know what to make because I, everything seems to be on point. The science is what the science is. COVID continues to be an issue where people get it. Uh, the percentages of, of the mortality are going down, 
but the hospitalizations are going up. The benefit is is that, uh, thank God, our, our doctors and nurses are, are brilliant enough to figure out how to get ahead of this thing and to treat it for those that contract it and become ill from it. And God bless them because they have been fantastic. However, I just wonder where this is all going because I was watching the stands this way, and I really wanted to see what – because you heard crowd noise, and I didn't know crowd noise was being piped in or it was real. Boy, if you are watching that Texas-Oklahoma game – you never even know that the country's in the midst of a pandemic. They just said to hell with it uh, and just, you know, brought people in. So, I mean, I don't know what the percentage was of that was filling the stadium, but holy mackerel. They were, uh, they were, they were filling that joint up. You saw fans in the stands at many of the games this week. And the Packers obviously live in a hot spot, which is Brown County in that particular area up in Green Bay. And they have said that uh, it's it basically, in other words, it's been indefinitely – thought about it to the point where we'll let you know and rightfully so i mean you have to do what's politically right you have to do what is politically correct more so than anything i should say you also want to make sure that uh, you have the viability to be able to put your fans in the stands and take care of your fans and you're trying to do what you're you're in a pickle i, I mean i'm sure mark murphy's up there right now with his you know palm to forehead and saying we're in a pickle here i mean you know we got to figure some things out but uh, but nevertheless, it was good to see fans in the stands. This is going to be the first upcoming game the Packers are going to play that aren't going to actually have fans. So uh, I'm excited for that as well, just for that natural ambiance in the background. But what I took away from the weekend was that everybody's got a flaw. And I have to admit, I, I'm from what I've seen regarding the first three, first four games of the season, um, I'm impressed with what the Packers are doing. And offensively, I think they're one of the best teams in the NFL. Defensively, I think they're relatively mediocre. Uh, and for them to get to a title, they're going to have to be better than me- mediocre. They're going to have to remain healthy. And I think one of the healthier teams will probably end up winning it by the time it's all said and done, the way uh, the way uh, players are dropping right now. Um, but I I still think that the the Packers are one of the, one of the better teams in the National Football League. So I'm – I'm uh I'm I'm thinking to myself why not Green Bay? Why not the Packers? 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. When I sat there and watched all of these games and everything I watched, I watched in comparison to what we have seen out of the Green Bay Packers and my question is why not the Green Bay Packers? They're as good offensively as anybody and they're as good defensively as many of these teams, but there are some elite defenses out there. I mean, I think uh, obviously Pittsburgh has a very good defense. I think, I think the Baltimore Ravens still have a very good defense. Uh, I think San Francisco's defense is pretty good. Uh, I think San Francisco has struggled more so on the offensive end than the defensive end, but they have also lost Bosa, and Bosa, his loss really hurt them. So I don't know how much better they're going to be after watching them yesterday give up, uh, just give up a, an explosion of points to the Miami Dolphins. I'm thinking, okay, maybe they're not as good as I thought they were. Uh, but NFC-wise, I, th- I think the Rams' defense, uh, led with Donald and company, I think they're extremely good. I think the Vikings' defense is not bad. I just think that they've eroded over time. They're not anywhere near what they used to be. Uh, I think the Saints got a pretty decent defense, although uh, they were shredded by Green Bay, and Green Bay's made everybody look somewhat bad. I think the Bears' defense is probably the best defense in the NFC. Uh, and that's going to be what – if they end up having a really successful year, and chances are they're going to, they're probably going to end up in the postseason before it's all said and done. They're going to be more so led by the defense, and Nick Foles is just there not to screw things up. 
but I think Carolina's still got a little bit of a ways to go. I think Cardinals have a decent defense. Uh, I think they're one of the better defenses in the NFC. I think they're still learning offensively, and, and they will. Uh, but with DeAndre Hopkins and that addition and that threat and it changes things and the way you look at that that that, that program, I think they're pretty solid. 855-830-8648. If you want to chime in, got a lot of people chiming in over on Twitter and on the Facebook. Uh, if you want to give us a shout, by all means do so. Um, this one is from Mark. Mark says, a lot of big wins yesterday. Uh, I was really impressed with uh, the Dolphins beating the hell out of San Francisco. Why do you think Jimmy Garoppolo looked terrible? Oh, there, there's quite a few guys from San Francisco coming back from injury, and you would assume that once they kind of get it all back together, they're going to start to rise again. But, again, we're talking about, it, that for whatever reason, there is a Super Bowl loser hangover that tends to cast a pall over the following season, and it, it looks as if it's done that, at least in the beginning here, after five games to the San Francisco 49ers between the fact that they have had some lackluster play and they've had some injuries. Let's not forget, you cannot you cannot discount that. We always say, you know, in football, you know, you can't lead, rely on injuries. Yeah, you can. When you have some major injuries and you lose a guy like Bosa and company that are, are really the bolsters, the, the, guy, the straw that stirs your drink defensively, yeah, that's not an easy way to go. I'm sorry, it's just not. Um, Mike says, do you think Dak Prescott is regretting not signing that contract extension. I, You know what? I put up a piece about that last night. And I said, look, uh, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was offered a lot of money and guaranteed money, over $110 million by the Dallas Cowboys. He didn't want to be the second highest paid. He wanted to be the highest paid. And he wanted not only to be the highest paid, but by a lot. He wanted over $40 million a year. And at the time, I'd said, much like many of you, Dak Prescott's not worth that. He's just not. He's having a career year statistically, but a lot of that is because – I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not knocking Dak Prescott because everybody wanted to run to his defense this morning. I'm not knocking him as a quarterback. I just don't think he's on the same level as some of the upper-tier quarterbacks. I don't think he's Russell Wilson. I don't think he's Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's Patrick Mahomes. I think he's that second-level guy. I just just do. Doesn't mean he's not good. Just means he's he's not the the most elite guy there is, and he's having a big year, yes. But it's because his team stinks defensively, and they've given up so many points. He's had to throw the ball and do everything to bring his team back to even make it close. Now that says something about him, absolutely. But the demand of being the highest paid with the most guaranteed and such, I just didn't think he was worth it, and it was whether it was pride or greed, prevented him from signing that big contract extension. And now, you know, don't get me wrong, $31 million a year is not anything to, you know, sniff at. But, you know, he could have been making, you know, upwards of mid-30s to upper 30s a year for five years and chose not to do so. So... You just wonder if he's regretting that decision. And you wonder if others are looking at this now going, you know what, I don't think I want to take that franchise tag. I just don't think I do. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. So maybe he is regretting it a little bit. A little bit. Bill Rabior, co-host of the uh, Bill and Rookie Experience on Sports Radio 107.5 FM. That's the fan up there in Green Bay. Our fine affiliate going to be joining us coming up this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends over at New Mail Medical out over the weekend. Had a, a, a great time this weekend. 
Uh, there was a lot going on. Uh, great dinner on Friday. Uh, had a really nice event on Saturday. Sunday had a charity event uh, for a very good friend of mine whose uh, brother has taken uh, some some health issues and has a lot of bills, and they did a fundraiser for him down at the Penny Bar um, down there near um, – you know Burlington in that area. It, it was such a great weekend, and a lot of energy. A lot of had a couple of people come up to me and said, "Hey, this you know, not feeling sluggish and all that." I'm like, "Absolutely, new mail. Just call them. You know, I get that all the time. Just call them four one four four five five four four five one. That's four one four four five five four four five one. And uh, check out the New Mail Medical Center. Whether it's looking for energy, getting rid of brain fog, whatever it happens to be. If you're talking about fun games in the bedroom, or if you're just talking about losing some weight and just jump-starting your all-in-one weight loss program. Great way to do it. All you got to do is call 414-455-4451 and make sure you tell them we sent you. Bill Rabior from up there at the Fan in Green Bay going to join us coming up next to the Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Bill Michael Show, we continue on this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Quick Trip right now, they have got uh, some take and bakes. Not pizzas. They've got meals just like mom used to make. And what they do is they package them up, they ship them off to the stores, you grab them, take them home, pop them in the microwave, and it's just like mom used to make. It's just that good. Quality beyond what you could ever think of when it comes to some of the instant meals and don't let the term instant fool you. They're really, really good. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. Stop in, use your Quick Rewards card. You're good to go. That's our friends from Quick Trip. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline after a big weekend of football, uh, Packerless football, Bill Rabiort, co-host of the Bill and Rookie Experience on Sports Radio 107.5 FM, 1400 AM. The fan, that's in Green Bay, our fine, uh, fine affiliate there. Bill, how you been? I'm doing well, Bill. Thanks for having me. Rested up, ready to go after the bye week. I uh, I left the bye week and watching football yesterday and watching more of it tonight saying, why not the Packers? I don't think there's a team. I think probably one of the better teams, more balanced team, maybe Pittsburgh, obviously Kansas City. Um, but why not the Packers at this point, you know? It's funny, you know, when the schedule comes out, you look at it and you try to estimate the wins and losses throughout. And I think I had them at 10 and 6 after the schedule came out now you look at it and you look at what they've done through four weeks and you go wow this offense is unbelievable and uh, then you look at the rest of the schedule go yeah i'm I'm not sure who's gonna beat them (laughs) i mean it's hard to find three or four losses on the rest of the schedule of course anything can happen and often does but still you look at some of the teams that you thought were going to be good like san francisco and and minnesota and teams like that and you just wonder uh how can they beat this team? Is the way the Packers are playing? 
I uh, I think the offense is probably, if not the best, it's it's certainly one of the top three in the NFC. I love what Russell Wilson's doing, but that guy's going to get killed. I mean, they, they got him behind a bad offensive line, hit nine times, hurried even more yesterday, sacked four times. The Packers remarkably have kept Aaron Rodgers specifically clean. I mean, he, he's – and in the one sack that he has taken, he blamed on himself. So he's basically gone pretty much untouched, and, and if I – watch the remainder of this season and Aaron Rodgers continues to stay upright the fact that they take care of the football uh again I go back to if this how much better do you think this defense can get to support what it is they're doing offensively well that's the big question I mean the run defense has gotten better I think I mean you look at some of the big plays they've given up they've kind of trimmed those down a little bit and if you take those away and I know you can't they still count right like Mike McCarthy always used to say but I think overall they're a little bit better in the run game, the run defense. I think Tyler Lancaster has done a nice job in filling in for the injured Kenny Clark. And once Kenny comes back, that that should definitely help, of course. But I think the secondary, which we've talked about a lot, you know, this young group of uh, corners and safeties, I think they're going to start getting the ball a little bit more. I mean, they've been, they've been playing really well, and Jair Alexander's playing really well, but they haven't come up with the turnovers yet. I think those are going to come, though. And as long as Aaron Rodgers, who is now is the only QB in the league to not throw an interception after uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, threw one yesterday, it, it, as long as – and we know he's so super stingy with the football. You know, they win that turnover battle week to week. That's a good sign that you're going to win the football game. So – I think the defense can get better and continue to get better, um, especially against the run. That's obviously been their Achilles heel for years. But if they start getting some of those turnovers, they're going to be real dangerous. I uh, I look at the numbers, and I don't think I expected – I know I didn't expect the same type of statistics coming out of that defense that we saw last year. But are you a little bit surprised, statistically speaking, that uh, Preston Smith has been relatively quiet? Yeah, for sure. And will he stay that way all year? I, I would suggest not, but let's get it going, right? Preston or uh, the Darius was quiet there for a few weeks, and then he came up big time in their last game against Atlanta. So maybe that will light a fire under Preston a little bit too. And and so yeah, I am surprised at his slow start, but I, I suspect that he'll he'll get things going. Talking with uh, Bill Rabior from up at uh, in Green Bay at the Fan, our fine affiliate there. I. Uh, I watched yesterday, and I thought, okay, I think Seattle obviously is good, but it's it's the Russell Wilson show, much like for a long time it was the Aaron Rodgers show. I think Aaron's got more support now with the run game, with the blocking, with different weaponry that he can throw to. I think about the top three or four teams in the NFC. I still think San Francisco, once they get back from injury, they can put it all together and they can start getting themselves on the right track. But I still believe in the hangover that is the team that loses the Super Bowl has issues the following season. But then, who's the next best team in the NFC? I mean, if you got the Packers and you got Seattle, uh, you know, is it the Rams? Do you, how much did the Rams impress you, or have they impressed you so far? Well, that's a good question. The Rams, I think, are a bit of a surprise. Um, you know, maybe they suffered that Super Bowl letdown, and now they're back to where they were a couple seasons ago when they were, you know, the talk of the league. And at four and one, they're looking pretty good. Arizona, I thought, might be. One of the surprise teams, too, after they got off to a fast start, but they're coming back down to earth now, three and two. Um, it's hard to find another team. Uh, is, is Chicago for real at four and one? Yeah. I mean, you look at their plus, their uh, 
point differential. They're like a plus five, <laughs> only five right. points more than they've given up, and they're four and one. That you can't. I mean, that's not sustainable. So, yeah, the obviously Seattle. Um, I don't know. Is Carolina a, a threat? You're going to see them later in the season too. New Orleans, they already beat. And they've had some issues with injuries, too. And now Michael Thomas being out again, not injury-related, but the, um, the, the incident that he yeah, had in practice. Yeah, up in the so, locker room, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to find another team. But, you know, when you look at the, the division itself with Chicago, and even though Minnesota's one and four, God, you still – I mean, just look what happened to Kansas City yesterday with the Raiders. That's a great rivalry. That's a great, in you know, uh, divisional rivalry. One of the best rivals in the NFL, the Chiefs and the Raiders, and the Raiders go into Kansas City and and beat them up. I mean, they they hammered them. So I guess anything's possible, but uh, it's hard to find another team, especially the way the NFC East is going. They look dismal, and you know Tampa. I don't know. They they got beat by Chicago last week. I don't know, man. That, and right now, you got to think it's Green Bay and Seattle on a on a collision course, but there's a, still a long way to go. I, not only was I watching that game last Thursday night with interest because uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the next on the docket, but as a rooting interest, the one thing I did not want to see happen was give Tom Brady 10 days to be mad about a loss and focus all of his uh, you know, attention uh, on, on the Green Bay Packers coming to town, and, and damned if that didn't happen. Now, again, I, I'm with you. I don't know if I believe yet because I don't talk about, him, about them being in one of the top three or five when it comes to the Chicago Bears. But their defense is, there's no doubt about that. And, look, all you need Nick Foles to, to do is, can he be the Joe Flacco of that team and allow that defense to then take him to, 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 to higher heights? You know what I mean? Well, he's going to have to be, I think, if they want to continue to win because their run game hasn't been doing anything really. David Terrible. Montgomery doesn't impress me at all. It hasn't since they, they brought him on. So it's going to be Foles. And, you know, they do have a couple of decent receivers too, but, I don't know, but you're right about that defense. I think that defense is legit, but can that carry them? I don't know. I, I have my doubts. It'll be interesting to see where they are when the Packers finally meet them later in the season. I think they play them twice in the last six weeks. So will Chicago still be a factor when they meet them down the road? The way this season's shaping up, though, uh, you kind of think to yourself, uh, the team that's the healthiest may be the team that just survives. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And that's always a huge factor, the health. And last year, the Packers were one of the healthiest teams in the league. And already they've had a couple of, um, you know, injury issues this year that they didn't have to deal with last year. But they've been able to work through them and are still undefeated. You know, I was looking at the, the, the last unbeaten teams each year over the last several years. And right now you have Seattle at 5-0 and and you have three teams at 4-0, including the Packers. And that doesn't really mean a whole lot in terms of postseason success. It's still pretty early. But when you look at the teams that were like the last team to lose a game, you're much more likely to lose in the wild card round of the playoffs than win the Super Bowl. The last team to be the last undefeated team and win the Super Bowl was the 2006 Colts, who were 9-0. and So 4-0 is nice. It doesn't really mean a whole lot down the road, though. They have to try to make sure they can sustain this and See if they can. Bill, always good stuff. Appreciate it. Thanks for uh, taking a listen to us up there as well and uh, and being an affiliate. We uh, we love having you guys on board, and uh, we will talk again real soon, okay? You bet, Bill. Thank you for having me. 
Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. Bill Rabior, uh, co-host of the Bill and Rookie Experience on Sports Radio 107.5 FM, 1400 AM. That's the fan in Green Bay. You can find him at Rabes44, R-A-B-E-S, at Rabes44 on uh, Twitter. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Cooler weather coming. It's uh, windy out. It's raining out right now. You know that it's on its way, and you got a short period of time, about three, four days left. Get your uh, doors and windows. Get it all lined up. Our friends over there at uh, Pella Windows and Doors, the 555 experience going on right now. Five years, no interest. Five months before your first payment. 5% bonus savings. Get after it. Got a little bit of time to do so. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And, uh, and see for yourself what it is I've been talking about because I've got them in my house and absolutely positively love them. Not only is it good at keeping the, uh, the weather and the elements out, but also you're more secure and your home is more valuable because they're just that high a quality of window and door. So think about it. If you're, if you're getting ready and you've been contemplating it, now's the time to do it. Renovation projects, big at home right now. Everybody's trying to bolster the value of their home. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella wi.com when we come back i'll reflect a little bit on uh, not only the nba but uh, the loss uh, of a, a childhood idol we'll talk about that coming up next on the bill michael show wisconsin wide the bill michaels sports talk network A green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers are returned from their bye week and are preparing to face the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay this Sunday, 325. Despite being 4-0 and ranked by some as the best player in the NFL so far this season, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers was critical on how he's being portrayed in the media. All the media does is write stories to get clicks. So it doesn't matter. Like, I can give a long answer about something and they can take a blip of it and write a story about it that has nothing to do with what I was saying. Nobody's going to take the time to listen to this entire interview. They're going to take pieces of it. They don't... If I'm not doing this in person, you can't see, you know, facial expressions. Or if you're not listening to it, if you're just reading a transcript, you can't hear voice inflection and then tone and inference. As far as the coaching staff, Rodgers is still clearly playing at a high level. Packers offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. You've got Aaron. You know, really the sky's the limit. I mean, you can be as creative as you want. You can do a lot of different things. And I I think it shows that it allows us to to really mix it up. That's the brilliance of, of him at this position. That's Nathaniel Hackett in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. It means a lot. It means a lot to represent this franchise. Um... Jeannie, I told Jeannie when I came here that uh, I was going to put this franchise back in a position where it belongs. Um, her late great father did it for so many years, and she just, you know, took it on after that. And for me to be a part of such a historical franchise is uh, it's an unbelievable feeling, not only for myself, but for my teammates, for the organization, for the coaches, for the trainers, everybody that's here. We just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. Coach Vogel wants his respect. Our organization want their respect. Laker Nation want their respect. And I want my damn respect, too. I have always respected the mad skills 
of LeBron James. You can't help. I mean, he is like to many sandpaper underwear. He is an irritant, but he is always there. And when it comes to the finals, not having LeBron in the finals is an oddity. His ability to play the game, unquestionably one of the best to ever do it. I'm not a fan of LeBron's. So when he says, I want my respect, you're already in the conversation of who's the best, you or Michael, which I don't even want to get into. But I I guess the great ones throw whatever chip it is on their shoulder. But, you know, going all the way back to the way he came into the league and then the, quote, decision when he was taking his talents to South Beach um, and, and this whole respect tour, uh, you know, it's like, it's kind of a, it's even more irritating. And whether you dislike him because of his smugness, uh, because of his success, uh, or because of even his social stances, um, LeBron is a polarizing figure. There's no doubt about that. But when it comes to, I want my damn respect, I, what are you talking about? How I, one of the craziest statements I've ever heard is because the the Lakers this is their it's they've tied a record the seventeenth championship that franchise has won they're like the Yankees of baseball you know I mean they've done nothing but win now they have had a couple of periods of downtime but they've done nothing but win there's respect to all of them and Laker Nation is huge you're either a West Coaster or an East Coaster. I mean, Celtics or Lakers, they, they they were the two teams that became rivals and owned it back in the 70s and 80s. So I don't know how you cannot respect those that franchise or the players because mad ball skills, hey, kudos to them. You kind of felt they were going to win it. Uh, you thought that uh, the Clippers were going to be their only stumbling block, and maybe next year we'll wait and see what happens with the Clippers or Golden State when everybody comes back to form at Golden State. We'll see. But trying to say now maybe we'll get some respect. It's like, are you kidding me? You've got a whole network that's dedicated to kissing your rear end. How do you not get respect? How do you not have respect? I think what you're mistaking is respect for we're just sick of you in some regard. Whether it's sick of you winning, sick of you personally, sick of you as a player, whatever it happens to be, uh, (laughs) there's, there's... A lot of respect for LeBron and his skills. There's no doubt about it. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up here in the next hour. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.